listening to Helping Those with DID, a podcast of Lydia Discipleship Ministries. Thanks for your desire to gain more understanding of how to best help those with dissociative issues. You can visit our website for resources at www.lydiadm.org. And now over to Elaine. Hi there, Elaine here. I'm glad you could join me again. You know, I think one of the most difficult things when you're working with people, whether you're a a counselor and you have clients or you're a friend and you're in church and talking with someone who you realize is probably has come from a tragic background. One of the hardest things, if you're thinking, I'm not sure what's going on here. Does this person have DID? Does Do they dissociate? What is really going on here? Are there signs or symptoms that maybe you could think about to help you decide? Not that you would go up to the person and say, well, guess what? I think you have DID. Even as a licensed counselor, that's not really wise. Um, And certainly you don't want to diagnose someone if you're not a licensed counselor. But We really need to have a heads up, I think, so that we can even just be in prayer for that person. So I'd like to mention uh, some of the clues that I think you can be watching for to help you decide, is the person that I'm helping uh, in a situation where there's at least some level of dissociation? One of the telling signs is missed periods of time. If a person is talking with you and they say, you know, it was really strange. I was at college taking this exam and then I sort of found myself at the park and it was like three hours later. I I don't know what happened there. Or likewise, if they can't remember anything about their childhood, it's just a total blank. That could, both of those could be signs. You know, I used to miss so much time. I used to drive to a different state. I'd be in, I went to school in New York City. And sometimes I'd sort of wake up and I'd find myself in New Jersey. So kind of humorously, I had a whole series of maps in my glove box so I could find my way back. And I had no idea what was happening or why that was happening. Even though it was so bizarre, I just thought, well, I'm not sure what that is. And I just didn't even worry about it after that. But this missed periods of time can be a real clue. Another thing is a sudden change in behavior or voice tone or handwriting. For example, if you're walking along and you're talking with this person and you're talking adult to adult and then the golden retriever goes by. And suddenly you hear this younger voice going, hey, look at that dog. I love dogs. Uh, that could be a sign that you've, the person has just switched to another personality. Even in handwriting, handwriting can be different. There's also, if you're really listening, you could find that the person says contradictory statements. Like, I don't like blue. Uh, that's not my favorite color. And then later saying, you know, blue is my favorite color. And you're trying to figure out, wait a minute, just a minute ago, she said that blue wasn't her favorite color. And now she's saying this. So anything 
contradictory within the same context, within the same framework. Sometimes a person might come and tell you, I've been diagnosed with DID. Um, that gives you a great clue because uh, you have a beginning understanding by their statement of some of the things that they went through as a young child. If you remember from some of our other podcasts, I mentioned that sometimes the person is really not aware of what's happening to them when they dissociate. If they have amnesia, for example, regarding things that have happened in their young childhood, uh, they may not even realize that um, those are symptoms of dissociation. We mentioned before that usually from the age of two to four is the time when the brain chooses dissociation as a major coping skill. And so when someone says to you, I've been diagnosed with DID, you can immediately sort of scroll back in your thinking and tell yourself probably the preschool age is where we're going to find a lot of the trauma. Also, emotional flare-ups and unusual behavior during certain holidays or certain times of the year, especially if there's occult involvement. There are, unfortunately, the high holy days in the occult, just like we have Easter and Christmas. There are specific dates in the calendar. Or it could just be that something happened, you know, on the 2nd of October that was so traumatic and began the dissociative spiral. And so when that, that date comes around, there's a major flare-up emotionally. There could be unexplained scars. I remember looking at the different scars that I had, and I remember saying to myself, I wonder how I got that. And then just as quickly, my mind disregarded it by thinking, oh, well, whatever. And I just didn't even bother questioning it more. But anything like that where there's unexplained scars, uh, the brain is working hard to keep the secret. And so the person may not have any recollection of how those came. Uh, one last one. Um, there could be an intense reaction to a seemingly non-threatening event. For example, I remember something had happened when I was eating big spaghetti dinner. And so for years, I just abhorred spaghetti. I, and I went to somebody's house and guess what? They were serving spaghetti. Um, just an irrational response to an event that normally would not be triggering. And this brings up uh, sort of as a sidebar, we need to remember that logic does not answer uh, the DID mind. You can't say to them, oh, that's kind of silly to be afraid of spaghetti. I mean, that doesn't even make any sense. That has nothing to do with the intensity, calming the intensity of the emotional response to things like that. So as you're praying about those you minister to, asking the Lord, is this a situation that is DID? Maybe some of these clues and symptoms will kind of give you a heads up so you know how to pray and you know as a therapist what direction to go in in terms of their dissociation. 
So I hope this has been helpful. Um, stay tuned. We'll give some more clues about different things. I hope it's been very helpful. Bye-bye for now. You can visit our website for resources at www.lydiadm.org.